All right, welcome to the Rod of Iron podcast, where we break down discussions, dogma, and daily events. I am your host, Pastor Bruce Mejia from First Works Baptist Church in El Monte, California, and I'm joined by the men in our church, Brother Ray Flores. We got Brother Melon, Melon, sorry about that, Brother Milan Knezovic. That's going on YouTube. Sorry, right, man. Right, Brother Keith Rivas. They got Brother Paul Quesada. We got Marco Sanchez and Hyktov Macium in the background. And Brother Jose, somewhere around here, I think, right? Gonzalez, he's somewhere around here. He'll be showing up later. And Ulysses will come as late as usual, okay? And tonight, we got some pretty interesting discussions, right? We're going to be discussing the much-anticipated, enigmatic QAnon. What is it? Is it real? Is it fake? Is it good? Is it bad? What should be our view as Christians in regards to this conspiracy of QAnon? And then we're going to roll right into the topic of Babylon because it's really closely tied into this topic of QAnon. And then we're just going to kind of shoot the breeze, going to give some shout outs, answer some questions that we got on the email and do a special roasting session brought to you in part by Brother Ray Flores. So make sure you stick around to the very end for that. But before we get into all that, let's go ahead and cue that intro, pun intended. Should I do it again or what? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Maybe throw like I don't want yes man, right? No, that was yeah, a perfect was first good. take. Yeah. Throw like yeah. a wink in there, you know? Cue that intro. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, All so right. we can start whenever we want. Okay. All right. So what's up, guys? Not much. It's gotta get into the mic. Wednesday. I've been waiting for this day for... Since last Wednesday. Since last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> we got a brand... We got someone brand new here tonight. I, call, I accidentally called you Melon, but it, it wasn't a diss, okay? I, was, I've been called Melon a couple times, so all right. not, well, nothing new. Then we'll just stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would respond to anything if you just look at me and acknowledge that I'm By here. By the way, if, you, if you're not subscribed to Brother Milan Knezovic's channel, we're going to be giving you a shout-out here. Subscribe to, to um, Clad with Z. I was going to say Clad with Iron. <laughs> Glad with zeal. I'm getting all the names mixed so, up so tonight. If I, get, if I get more subs from this, I definitely got to throw out some more content because I have not been. Well, that's why I'm giving you the shout out because so you need to now, come out of retirement. You're forcing, you're forcing me to do this now. So, so Brother <laughs> Milan Knezovic is with us today. He's an awesome, awesome member of our church. He's, he'll be joining the discussion today, so we're excited to have him. It's hot today, man. Oh, yeah, it's hot. It's hot. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, we kills, need that, a, kills, that, kills that Rona. That's kills that Rona. Said, right? kills that Rona. Yeah. Hey, we got those murder hornets coming though soon. So, you know, you guys heard about that? The, yeah. the murder hornets? Who's heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, this guy, Coyote Peterson, he like gets, he stings himself with one. It's on YouTube. And what happens? Does he get murdered? Uh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a bunch of hornets coming and then it's just like they, they play that Snoop Dogg song, Murder Was the Case That They Gave Me. <laughs> <laughs> As the hornets are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, Wu Tang, like killer bees. Like. Yeah, oh yeah, Wu Tang. <laughs> hey, hornets were was a was a judgment from God in the Bible. Yeah. Because hornets kill the bees that are used to pollinate. Yeah, exactly. The the, the crops and everything, and if you can't get that, you know, obviously uh, there's gonna be a famine of some sort. So. And that's exactly what these hornets do. Yeah. They basically like decapitate bees. Yeah. So they're basically like like four or five of them are just like. Did you just say they decapitate? They decapitate. They decapitate. So basically like four or five of them are like roll up to like a beehive, <laughs> that means they and they'll just go in there and like the bees can't hurt them, so they just like they just roll in there and they just like decapitate like bee by bee, like they just take out like a whole freaking like hive. Like. Are you being serious? Are you? No, I'm being hundred percent serious. serious. You have do. a video on that? I want to see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could. You too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but that hornet got whooped though. So we saw this one video. It was it was it was cool. It was like so this hornet came to this bee um, hive and was trying to destroy the bees or whatever. And these bees they just swarmed this hornet, right? Right. And it started vibrating. They just started they just started shaking and vibrating. That's great. And it, and it cooked the hornet. <laughs> oh, they, wow. It's not funny, Paul. <laughs> this is real life, man. It literally like they just swarmed. They swarmed the hornet. And it created so much heat when they vibrated that they actually cooked it. You can, you can look that up on YouTube, wow. you know. 
but it goes to show you that there's strength in numbers, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like a preaching service with a bunch of people who are on board with the preaching of God's word. You make that preaching hot enough, the Christians in that church are hot enough. What it does is just cooks everyone, cooks the person who's who, the foreigner, the, the, the infiltrator, right? Yeah. Eventually, right. it'll just destroy that person, you so know? watch it when you watch try to roll up, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Not you. laughs> about a bunch of hornets. Has here. anyone ever been stung by a hornet? I've only been stung by a bee. Once. I've never even been stung by a bee. You've never been stung uh, by a bee? I've never been stung I by a bee. I got stung by a bee like a couple months back. I was hiking and then I got stung on the ear, but then just messed up like my whole freaking lobe. Like for like a week, it was just like I was just sore. It was bad. <laughs> it sucked. Is that what your head I'm the, the roasting session. Look, the roasting <laughs> session. Look, By the way, everyone, that hey. was not the roasting session. <laughs> that was just Marco Sanchez being Marco Sanchez. I ain't going to take no lip from some off-camera guy, all right? <laughs> 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 I've never been... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I've never been stung by anything. I've owned a scorpion. I never, that never stung me. You know, I've been around bees. I've never gotten stung. I mean, surely, I mean, sure enough, after church or after the podcast here, I'm going to get stung or something. How many of you guys actually been stung by something? What? A bee? Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes don't sting, bro. Mosquitoes bite, son. No. Did you cry? I did. What about you? Hornet? What does it feel like? Yeah. He's like, no big deal. Yeah, but this ain't the same type of hornet. So that guy, they Coyote Peterson. They call it a murder Peterson, hornet, bro. This guy, Coyote Peterson, on YouTube, like, basically, he, like, gets stung by, like, all the worst stings. I think that was, like, number three or four, like, on the list. Like, well, it was worse than the, uh, and, and the reason, it, yeah, yeah, so it would have been, like, number two, but the reason is because when he was, like, just walking around in Japan, he found some, like, undiscovered thing that he never seen before, like, most people haven't seen before. Then he got, then he stung himself with that thing, and then that, he was like, well, this is worse. <laughs> When you say undiscovered, you're talking about like an insect was undiscovered? Yeah, like some yeah. type of wasp or giant like wasp or hornet. Yeah, typically when something is like you've never seen something, you want to be careful. Yeah, he stings I mean? like, himself <laughs> and then he like tells you like how it feels. He's like, oh, it's like. He's like, it feels like death. And yeah, he just yeah. dies. Yeah. Is his real name Coyote? His arm gets pretty yeah, bad. His name's Coyote. If your name's Coyote, you know. Right. It's not real, is it? Dude, the like guy's a frick. Name, huh? The guy's is pretty much savage. He yeah. catches them and then he puts them in like a little jar and then has like these forceps that he grabs the, the bug yeah, with. Then he puts and he just arm. stings his The guy's like a this masochist, YouTube, bro. Yeah. He just, just stings his forearms. Research. Just research. Research on yeah, that's my research. <laughs> He's my research. I know. You research with some by someone else. You know what I mean? You don't, <laughs> right. you don't become the research project. Build research. You observe yeah. the way of the fool. Watch everybody else make the mistakes. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Well, we'll see what the murder hornets do. I don't think I mean, the murder hornets, they're making it, from what I've heard, it's like they're going to sting people, but I think <laughs> They what kill it is, people every year in Japan. Oh, okay, never mind. People die yeah, from Yeah, that every makes year. sense then. If you get attacked by like a swarm of them, you're dead. Wow. Yeah. You can't get them off of you. They're samurai hornets? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, they have swords and like little, like, so, so, you know, those like, an, how many? <laughs> so, they're just, so they're just really poisonous or? They just, it, the they're pain, just really like it'll put you in an anaphylactic, it'll put you in shock, like, because it's the pain so much. Like, if oh, they start stinging okay. you all over the place, like, you're going to freaking die. That means they're worse than the locusts from hell. Because the locusts from hell oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. torment men for five months. Well, I bet the torment's poison. probably worse, but you can't die. It may make it worse. That's true. Yeah, because dying would be better, right? Uh, I just I don't want to get stung by either. Yeah, I'm, even <laughs> when I got stung by that little honeybee, I mean, dude, it's bad. It's not good. Dude. I don't even like shots. So. I'd rather get shot than get a shot, maybe. Shot, like that's with a gun? That's with a bullet, then maybe get a shot. Like you, you rather just take a bullet than a, <laughs> than a bee sting? Because, you know, it just comes real fast. Like, you don't really, you know, you don't even hear <laughs> Yeah, I'll take the bee sting over yeah. the bullet. Yeah, I'll take the bee sting. <laughs> well, I did get shot before. I might not survive the bullet, I did bro. get shot before, and it, and it didn't hurt. Like, it just, like, yeah, yeah. I just didn't feel it. No, with the gun, bro. It was a twenty two though, so it's not that much bigger. No, a twenty two. Let me shoot you with the twenty two. You tell me it's a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I'll take the bee sting over the, over the gun I'm any day. Playing. I'm just talking about yeah. Evan, bro. You're next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to save that, man. We're no, no, at no, the I'm end of playing. the show. <laughs> the, by the way, those of you watching, stick around to the end. We got a roasting session at the end. We got a brought to you in part by Ray Flores, the, the, the man who's been stung by the bee. Brought to you in part by dorks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the content is from the dorks. But Ray Flores is the one who put it together, so we're looking. 
All right, let's get into some let's get into some of the topics for tonight, right? And um, you know, one of the topics that we've been sitting on for for quite some time is the subject of QAnon. Okay, now the topic of QAnon is is actually pretty popular on the internet, and in Big fact, time, I'm almost yeah. it's almost guaranteed that someone watching this has either heard of Q, QAnon or heard, has heard of it and believes it hmm. and believe it to be a good thing. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Right. So we want to approach this from a biblical perspective. What is QAnon? Where did it come from? How does it work? And then how does it affect mainstream Christianity? Because that's what's really, really important. Yep. You know, this is a Christian podcast. It's a Baptist podcast. And so we not only want to look at daily events and see what's going on, but we want to filter it through the lens of the Bible. Right. right. So let's go ahead and talk about this. Ray, what you got for us? What is QAnon? It started around the time of the Trump campaign, about two th early 2016, maybe late 2015. And it started basically on 4chan, I believe. Which an is like, a, like an anonymous chat. Yeah. By the um, way, QAnon, QAnon stands for Q Anonymous. Yeah, anonymous. Yeah. So basically it was like one person that claimed to be a high-level intelligence official or someone that would be in Trump's administration, a high-level person to him. And they're dropping basically, you know, his plans, his... Is it his agenda or even like classified documents, stuff like that? Like now, <clears throat> people looking at people, you know, looking at conspiracies, they can write this off as just being just another fringe conspiracy where it's just like, yeah. well, this is not true. This is just something that people made up. Yeah. But when you actually look into it, you actually come out realizing that this is basically Trump's propaganda network. Yeah. And it's it it is a psychological operation. Yeah, it shouldn't be written off. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it shouldn't be written off as just Stupid nonsense and yeah. ridiculous. There is validity to this. Now, by the way, we're not saying that we're for it, though. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. You know, this is actually, in our opinion, QAnon is the one of the building blocks to establish the New World Order. Okay. Yeah. And we'll get into that in just a bit. And so, you got something to say, Milan? Yeah, I was going to say, it, it kind of goes off, just kind of piggybacking what you are talking about, um, about how that's kind of the agenda of the New World Order. And in, in one of the recent sermons you had in uh, talking about Babylon, for example, it's when you look at it from the lens of what QAnon is pushing in their agenda, you see more of a patriot view than, than that globalistic view, which is you, you kind of have those two at odds with each other right now. And it, this in itself, the, the whole QAnon and how it's getting more publicized and it's, it's, it's spreading throughout the internet has kind of created a bigger division between the two camps already. So you can kind of see, and, and one's obviously just looking at it from outside perspective, one's already stronger than the other as far as- And they get know, millions yeah. of views. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking about th those who follow QAnon mm -hmm. and foment yeah. the information. They get a lot of views. They get tons of views, which is it, showing that they get tons of followers and their influence, their influence is expanding. Yeah, exactly. And the two camps that he's talking about is basically, you know, globalist, globalism or liberalism, that sect are elitists, right? right? And then a patriot movement, maybe more of a grassroots, middle-class patriot. It's basically bringing back the middle class, right? So like most people that follow that would be middle class. Right. Patriot movement. And basically because, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of things that, that they, they're pushing. So it's like right now you get like, even with, let's take the coronavirus, for example, and a lot of people even within the movement stuff have like put out like, hey, they'll find some fact and they'll be like, oh, look at this, right? Like, look at this, like, this is kind of corrupt, kind of weird, like the numbers aren't right, this or that, UN or the World Health Organization. But the, what they don't realize is that, you know, days before they even put that out, like it was already put out by Q. So it's like, you're kind of repeating what they're saying because the stuff that they're saying is like legit stuff, right? Like, so it's like, but it's just like their motive behind it isn't legit. Yeah. But the stuff that they're putting out, like, hey, the World Health Organization is corrupt. I mean, it is mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? So that's why it has credibility. Right. You know, so. And honestly, like <clears throat> when you think about QAnon, it, the, the people that, it, that it's influencing the most, obviously you, you think of conservatives, Republicans, but it's even, it's delving into the group, the, the conspiracy yeah. groups, which is important because, you know, let's say for example, Zionism, right? Yep. Or, you know, we're against Zionism and people who are, who believe in conspiracies, so, you know, so-called, most people know and understand that Zionism is, is corrupt, it's wicked, and it's responsible for a lot of the evils in the in this world, yeah. and so you think of that, and it's just like, oh yeah, but those are those weird people who believe in these conspiracies about the, that the Jews rule the world, and you know they believe that you know there's fluoride in the tap water, that you know vaccines are bad. Well, these same people who criticize us for that now they're biting into QAnon. Yeah, you know, 
And it's kind of like their version of conspiracy where they're, and they say, well, this is actually legitimate though, because there is valid evidence of the president of the United States making references and cueing, saying yep. certain statements as if he's addressing this anonymous it, group it, here. It definitely caters to the right and more specifically right. to the con, uh, conspiracy theorists of, yeah. of the right. It caters to that. Yeah. Now, yeah. why is that? Well, because basically he already had, so he already had, um, like the other crowd locked, right? So more like uh, people, more moderate people or even the older crowd, or like the boomers, because he has like, you know, so for like the older crowd or even more like moderate people, he's got Fox News and on there yeah. he has Sean Hannity, he right. has Tucker Carlson and these guys have the most views at their time. So like CNN is behind them, yeah. MSNBC is behind them. So Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they get mad views, right? Yeah, they're killing it. So they're, yeah, they're killing it. But then, then he also has the alt-right media. So where he has like all these like private media companies, more like uh, guys who built their own businesses, basically like small business media companies. This is the guys like Jack Posobiec, Mike Cernovich. You could even count Alex Jones for that. But just like uh, uh, Turning Point USA, Rebel Media. They're just uh, Candace Owens. You have like all these people, um, Stephen Crowder. So you have all these guys and they're all pro-Trump. So that's like more of like a legitimate thing, right? Right. It's, it's right. It's out in the open. It's not anonymous at all, mm -hmm. but they're all promoting his same agenda. And then Fox News will take some of the points they'll put out and then put it on Fox News. Right? So think on about this. TV. So like, for example, you're saying that he has these outlets. Yeah. So he has right? like, he has like, like, like a, like a trifecta of outlets there. So he has Fox News, alt-right media. Then he has QAnon for like the people who are like, you know, that for the conspiracy theorists. The real hard, yeah. the conspiracy theorists. For the, for the ones who... So he got like, everybody unlocked. The yeah, ones who got, are yeah. awake, Yeah. right? Now, yeah. let me ask you this. So what is he using to get to that group? Because this is important. Well, what, is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what are some of the agendas that he's putting forth that's really attracting that group? Well, he's exposing the deep state. So deep basically, state. he's yeah. exposing all the globalism that's been going on that we've been seeing for decades. Because what do we, when we think of globalism, what do we think of? United Nations, uh, central banking order. systems. Right. I mean, that's something that we fought, we fought against yeah. ardently, and we know that is associated with the new world order. So when you think of globalism, you think of the UN, and even its ties into liberalism and all that, we understand that these are the stepping stones to the new world order. So if he's fighting against that, yeah. then the con he's, gonna, he's got the conspiracy theorist in his pocket. Oh, big time. And, you know, but that's not the only thing, though. Because he's also, what, what's another agenda that would even attract some people that are within our circles? Well, Israel. Israel. He's for Israel. And, and, be, and prior to him, the administration before him, the Obama administration was making deals with Iran. And, you know, the, the Israelis are calling him anti-Semitic. He's making deals that he made the Iranian deal, right? Um, and that was a big thing that- well, I, Let's, that let's uh, we're gonna get into that. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the pedophile rings though. <laughs> because that's huge. It's, it's huge. You know, for anybody who's a conservative Republican or conspiracy theorist, yeah. I mean, this is something, if you are a lover of truth, Yeah. That's like, that's something you gotta have in your category, which is you're completely against pedophilia. You know about the pedophilia rings, you know about Pizzagate, right, you know exactly. about all and these things that are taking place. place. That's what kicked it off to be, to really exacerbate this. So yeah. basically the John Podesta emails, which was the campaign manager of Hillary Clinton, who was also the, uh, the White House uh, chief of staff, I believe it's called, um, for the White House of Bill Clinton, right? This mm -hmm. guy named John Podesta. His brother's Tony Podesta, and these guys are big-time lobbyists in Washington, D.C. They're, they're mega rich, right? So these guys, it's been known that Tony Podesta, the older brother, had, like, pedophile paintings, right? Pedophile, um, like, he'll basically have, like, art. Yeah, just and it's filth. Like, yeah, it's, it's, filth it's all over his house. Hell, right? Yeah, you don't want to well, see him, him and his so, brother. What was happening, so John Podesta's emails got hacked and went on WikiLeaks. Right. And when that happened, in there was all these code words, pedophile code words, like, pizza. you know, yeah, which had it's to do cheese pizza, for child porn, or, yeah, exactly. Right. Pedophilia code words. Well, what happened was that Pizza Parlor had, had art from the same artists that sold the art to Tony Podesta, mm -hmm. the same pedophile art. He Coincidence? Had, now, now the art that's in the pizza parlor isn't pedophile art, but it's made by the same artist. Right. Is that Abramovich? So that's that what, no. No, 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 no. just a separate Abramovich artist, is right? the lady who's responsible for the spirit cooking. Yes, place. because okay. in the emails, right, there was like, it, like invites going out that he would send like to people like, hey, are you going to the base, the Abramovich, the spirit cooking tonight, like, oh, we're gonna do, yeah, we're, so they're doing the spirit cooking, and that was basically yeah. in the emails. So it, well, what it I'm saying is that QAnon is, is, the stuff they put out is that basically Trump is gonna put an end to the pedophilia rings. Yeah, and, and it, that's it, attracting a lot of people. And, and you could go, well, that's, 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 a, that's it's, the it's, reason we, it's so dangerous, too, is yeah. because if you, if you, someone comes out and says, well, I don't think it's that bad, maybe he shouldn't go that far 
and it's a pedophile ring, then it's going to make those people opposing it look really wicked. Yeah, exactly. Why, why wouldn't you want to expose right. the people that he's That's why about. we would consider it to be like his propaganda network because right. he's putting this out and it's showing that Trump is against this evil. He's seeking to have a campaign against this to expose all this darkness, and people like that stuff. Yep. Right. They're like, oh, man, maybe this guy is a righteous guy. Yeah. You know, maybe he is bringing justice. We like the fact that he is kind of promoting the values and the ethics that we stand for, you know, and he, no one else has taken on the, the pedophilia rings. Yeah. What other president you know who's done that? Mm -hmm. You know, what other, what other president you know that has stood for these values? Maybe there's something to him. Yeah, because people will be like, well, what, well, well, where is it at? Well, how come he hasn't exposed it? But this is the thing is that, I mean, he has done stuff. So basically his whole thing was the wall, right? And we know that the people who traffic drugs are the same avenues and the same tunnels that they traffic humans yeah people, right the right. coyotes right right and we know and you could go look up the articles so since he's been he's been elected so 2017 18 i mean there's been big bus even in los angeles southern california like <clears throat> hundreds of people getting busted for mm -hmm. human trafficking and then now and on april 1st when this coronavirus started on april 1st the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff general milley well he came out to the presidential podium right and one of those uh i think it was like one of the first um I think it was like the second week of those uh, those news conferences he has every day. And he basically declared war on the cartel. Mm -hmm. So basically he shifted all special op all American special operations to that sector, yeah. to basically South America and Mexico. And he's basically moved all uh, Navy SEALs, all special operations to the waters there. Yeah, so basically and, and he's making Mexican moves. Golf. Yeah, he's making he's moves. He's making moves, and he's not yeah. just talking to talk. He's walking the walk. He and is. that's catching the attention of the conservative Republican and even conspiracy groups. And in fact, a lot of the reason why these people like Trump so much is because he's savage. Yeah. He is yep. savage, you know, and they like that. Even I kind of like it when he's out there punking those liberal Wait, what? reporters. what would you say? Like even when he's out there punking those liberal <laughs> reporters, I mean, I'm laughing. Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very polarizing for yeah. sure. But kind of going back to the whole, um, the, the pedophilia ring and things like that, like kind of what Ray was mentioning, it, it's, if you look for it, you could find some yep. of it. And that's the crazy sure, thing yeah. is, is it's not going to be publicized on some of these mainstream news media outlets and things like that. If you're looking for it, you can find it, which kind of gives a little bit more validity to the, the, the accuracy of what Q is saying and, and, and some of the posts. And kind of what we're talking about now that uh, the way they're posting, I mean, I just, if I wanted to look it up myself, um, you can just type in like QAnon post and it's going to bring up a couple forms and you can go down there. And, and, and it gets a little crazy because <clears throat> you start to see things that they'll, they'll point to because they'll look at some of the YouTubers, um, some of the ones that cover uh, some of the Q posts, and they'll, they'll actually backtrack it a few years and kind of show what's happening now. And, and with this whole coronavirus thing, it's kind of uh, amped everything up. Well, it's, 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 it's bringing more validity to yeah. what it is, basically, because if you go a couple years back to their post, it would almost seem as though they're predicting these things. Yeah, which gives it like some type of like religious or spiritual component. Like, as yeah. God, and they claim that God's involved in the in eyes this. of those who are religious, in the eyes of those yeah. who believe in the Bible and have a, a biblical understanding of things or they filter things through a biblical understanding. Yep. To them, it's just like, oh man, this is like being foretold. Yeah, God must be for this. God must be for it. And, you know, one of the things that you see. Like for example, in the old IFB or just in Christian groups in general is this matter of Zionism, right? Yep. And so, you know, they're, they're for Zionism, but they're against the deep state, which we're, we're against both, right? But QAnon is against the deep state as well. Yeah, you know, their agenda hush, is to stop the, the deep real, state. Real hush-hush about Zionism. With yeah, hush-hush about Zionism. And in fact, when they're approached about Zionism, they're saying, we're leaving that until the end, yep. right? Well, come on, guys. I mean, if you, if you study end times Bible prophecy, I yeah. mean, it's just truth in plain sight. And look, folks, you can't be a true conspiracy theorist if you believe in Zionism, period. Yeah. Or if you're for Zionism, okay? And look, you can't be really, you can't say that you believe, you know, that the Bible matches up with what QAnon is teaching if you are for Zionism. Because of the fact that the Bible explicitly teaches against Zionism in multiple places, Romans chapter 2, Ephesians 2, Galatians 3 and 4, you know, Revelation chapter 2 and 3, we see it multiple times throughout the Bible that the, that the Bible condemns this movement of propagating the Jews according to the flesh, Israel according to the flesh, which yeah. is exactly what they're not doing. They're seeking to expose this false enemy, you know what I mean, which is the deep state. I'm not saying they're not yeah. wicked. But what I think it is is just a sleight of hand. Yeah. Now, let's get into this because 
you know, Trump came out and he said this, and I mentioned this in the sermon, you know, he said the credo, our new credo is Americanism, not globalism. Mm -hmm. Well, to the person who is not, you know, they're, they're somewhat ignorant of end times Bible prophecy, that sounds good because we've been fighting globalism. We know what it leads to. And hey, you know, if you're an American, you're a patriot, you believe in nationalism, this sounds like he's gonna basically impede the New World Order. Yep. But let's be honest, nothing's gonna impede the New World Order. Exactly. Nothing's gonna stop it. Yeah. And this is already the foretold other, in the Bible. The other yeah. thing that the, the QAnon, the focusing on that really kind of takes away from is the, the aspect, the, the, the true spiritual enemy. It makes, every, it makes the enemy, those in the deep state that are in those pedophile rings are trying to bring corruption into to politics, and, it and they are wicked. And it allow, but it allows people to look at, at a political leader as a savior. Right. And you see that a it lot. It places with Trump. the faith on the White House, yeah. not on God's house, yeah. not on the Lord, not in the Bible. Right. It's all physical. It's, all it's a physical, physical enemy. And what it is is just Satan yeah. casting out Satan. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because there, it's a sleight of hand where the enemy has changed. And look, folks, you know what is it that's going to usher in the new world order? It's not globalism. Nope. Globalism has now evolved into nationalism. Mm -hmm. It's going to evolve into patriotism. It's going to evolve into Americanism. Now, why is that? Well, because they're going to bring on the state of Israel. So, so, you know, those are the two players, and those are the two players that we're seeing with Trump, and he's for Israel. That, that's and his main Babylon, ally. America and Babylon and Israel, and that's is, what's going on right now. Like, America's <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> the United States of America is mystery Babylon. Amen. And just keep in mind that in the book of Revelation, mm -hmm. we see... In Revelation chapter 13 and 17, we see that the great horse sitteth upon the scarlet-colored beast mm -hmm. that has seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns. This is referring to, you know, symbolizing the Antichrist in his empire. Yeah. And the mystery uh, Babylon, the whore, represents that nation mm -hmm. that's going to basically help the Antichrist get into power. And what nation is that? What's the nation? that It's the one world superpower. It's the one that's going to basically help the Antichrist get into power, give it the military might that it needs in order to establish his new world order, which is the eighth kingdom and is of the seventh. The seventh is the United States. Yep. You know, that's how QAnon ties into end times Babylon. Yeah. And not only that, too, on, on top of uh, how it ties in with Babylon as well, it, it kind of creeps into mainstream christianity and this uh ideology of ushering the, in the kingdom so to speak so yeah. it really plays into that and i could see a lot of christians that maybe don't have a position or a stance on end times prophecy which i think is important Most to understand people. what it is yeah. but you're gonna have a lot of people a lot of christians uh quote unquote because the enemy is getting defeated well, let's talk because, well, well yeah. let's let's define that what does that mean when they talk when they talk about ushering in the kingdom by the way you know this is a false doctrine folks yeah it's a false doctrine yeah what, it, what, what this is teaching is that, you know, Christians, you, you have Calvinists, for example, Jeff Durbin is one of them, yep. who believes that, you know, it's important that Christians permeate all political realms, all high places, all stores, that we Christianize the, the, the United States of America, the world. And this is how we're going to usher in the kingdom. So they believe that the millennial reign that the Bible talks about is going to be established not by Christ coming and making war with the Antichrist, you know, at, Arm at the Battle of Armageddon, Re Revelation chapter 19, he just decimates everything and then establishes his millennial reign. They believe that the millennial reign will be established when Christians permeate all of society. Yeah. But hold on a second. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it is a face palm. You know? <laughs> because of the fact that it's not Christians who are going to permeate all of society no. <laughs> in the end times. Right. Folks, Revelation chapter 6 the Bible tells us that the Antichrist goes forth conquering and to conquer. Yeah. Okay. He's the one who is conquering the world. He's the one who's establishing his uh, structure for the new world order. It's not going to be Christians. Folks, Christians are dying in yeah. the end times. <laughs> right. You know, the fifth seal, John sees under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. How does that fit into ushering in the kingdom? <laughs> right. Doesn't fit. No. Christians are being martyred. You got to read Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. These scriptures tell us that the the enemy of the state in the end times, yeah, it's going to be Christians. Yep. We're not ushering in anything. Okay? Exactly. The antichrist, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are going to be the ones who are ushering in their kingdom, yeah. which is the new world order. 
you know that's why this is dangerous and i'm glad milan brought this up yeah because you know when god's kingdom set up it's not going to be ushering no. it's going to be coming with a rod of iron he's going to right. dash them in pieces like yep. a potter's vessel because ushering <laughs> is just like oh yeah. we just transition into this yeah no folks that ain't how it's going jesus is going to come he's coming on a white horse and he's going to destroy them with the brightness of his coming and the sword right. of his mouth he's going to subjugate <clears throat> the entire world he's not he's not taking a vote Jesus is not taking a vote to see if he can rule and reign here on this earth. He's going to subjugate. And if you're not, you know, if you're not with him, you're against him. Yep. And he's not going to send secret messages <laughs> online. Code, you, know, you know what I mean? To get people to rally to his cause. Yeah. You know, he is he's not going to be anonymous. Nope. Yeah. It was when he comes yeah. to you, you're, hey, you're, every yeah. eye shall yeah. see yeah. him. Yeah. When you sense. see him, you're going to know who he is. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's you know, the thing too. Yeah, I don't know. Think about that. Like a, when you believe in like a in a preacher of rapture too, this sets up perfectly for that. Oh, yeah. If you believe you're ushering in a kingdom, and even if you're not a Christian, but you're with the QAnon stuff where you think you're you're getting rid of the deep state, getting rid of the bad guys, you're you're only leaving room for someone that's going to come in and proclaim to be God. What right. are you going to do when he be, he when the Antichrist claims to be above any Boy. God that's ever existed? Right. When you see fire come down from heaven, when you, when you see a false prophet confirming him. You know, people are going to fall for that because they say, well, we, they're going to be like, hey, arrived. behold, he is in the secret chambers. It's yeah. anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about about QAnon, too. It's like, I mean, it's anonymous. Like, how how is that something that's of God? Like, when when whenever was God anonymous? Never. I mean, we're God the sword of the Lord and the, the sword of the Lord and the kitty. And like, you know, what I mean? like when does God ever slay someone anonymously? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like right in the middle of the field. Like, hey, you circumcised Philistine. Like, you want it? You're about to get it, boy. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Cut his head off and like hold it up in front of everybody. Like, that's how God works. Like, he's the not, Bible like, he's says, like, for everyone that doeth evil, hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, right. lest his deeds should be reproved. Yeah. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light. Yep. That his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. The Bible tells us that if you are of God, you just make manifest everything you got. Because yep. right. you don't have anything to hide. You're not anonymous. Yeah. That's why we upload all our sermons. That's why we're open about what we believe. Yeah. We're not anonymous about our doctrine. You know, Jesus told us to, to preach it from the housetops. Yeah. Right? To lift up our voice like a trumpet, cry aloud and spare not and show my people their transgression. Cry aloud and spare not. You know, the word of God should not be put under a bushel, the Bible says. Exactly. You know, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You know, we're not supposed to uh, keep everything covered under a bushel, anonymous. That, according to the Bible, that's evil. Because then you got something to hide. When you make something obscure, you know, it's enigmatic, yeah. you know, that there's something wrong about that. Yeah. Says, what do you guys for, think? For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Which that ties to It's like, weak because they, they like, <laughs> these dorks on the internet, they like claim this is like the second American revolution, but it's like, like what a like whack comparison that is. Like at least those guys like fought on the battlefield. Like yeah. these guys like call themselves like, like keyboard warriors, like they they actually well, digital soldiers. Digital. That's what they call themselves. That's yeah. what they are. Sounds like a Bob Marley song. Yeah. Like that's it's pretty soldiers. weak. Instead of bro. Buffalo Soldiers, it's digital <laughs> soldiers. <laughs> Dreadlock master. <laughs> uh, caps oh, yo, caps yo. lock caps lock master. <laughs> yeah. He's saying it. They're all yelling. Digital <laughs> soldier. <laughs> caps lock master. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Yeah, they're gonna get mad if they watch this. But Ooh, hey, bro, boy. make sure you, hey if hey. you're gonna write me, have that caps lock on. <laughs> <laughs> At Paratrooper Flow on Twitter. <laughs> hey, do they do they really say that digital soldier? D right? Digital soldier, bro. They'd be like, you know, yeah, That's digital so soldier, digital really soldier, caps lock master, gay, gay. They like they take pride in that, or what? they have <laughs> mad pride in that, bro. That's like the lamest thing I've ever heard. And the Rona gives them, like, you know, I mean, they're on the battlefield right now. They're like, you know, it's time for war. The Rona, yeah. like, they all stay home and, like, hop online. And, like, why, 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 are they, why are they frogs? Have you seen that? They're like, the frog meme? Because of Alex Jones. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Alex Look Jones. The frogs are gay. All I know is that one thing's associated with frogs is gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, doesn't, doesn't, 
Doesn't the Bible say the false prophet, the Antichrist, and yeah. Satan, they're going to, yeah. you know, the, spirit, the, like the frogs. frogs are going to come forth out of yeah. them, referring to those yeah. lying yeah. spirits? Yeah. That, that, that's something I thought about. I just didn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of the day, what, it's, it's the spirit of deception is what it is. Yeah. You know, because... You know, let's let's approach this from a biblical perspective, okay? We're not talking about from a, just a conspiracy perspective. We got to approach this from a right. Bible perspective. Yeah. Right. And look, does it add up? No, it doesn't. No. You know, no. and and Bible believing Christians should have nothing to do with QAnon. Right. You know, it's 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 obscure. It's secretive. It's not manifest as the Bible tells us to be. Yep. Okay. And if it's true, then why are they why are they covering it up? Yeah. Why is it so obscure if it, if it's true? You know, something that's truth should be published, should be proclaimed from the housetops. Yeah. Okay, and then another thing, how does this fit in to end times Bible prophecy? You know, you cannot skirt around the biblical pro prophetic timeline. Yeah. Right. I'm not for the new world order. I'm against the new world order. We're against the Antichrist. We're against all these things. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's going to happen because the Bible foretells it. Yep. You know, it prophesied of it. It's going to happen, you know, because I've had people tell me like, hey, do you think Trump's going to like impede the new world order? I was like, nope. <laughs> In it, fact, it, he's probably very instrumental into exactly. bringing it in, you know. <laughs> and let me let me just repeat that again is Americanism, nationalism, yeah. patriotism will be the new credo of the new world order. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it, it amazes me that some people think you can become the president or get into some high political power and not get the help of Satan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, seriously, come on, saying that forever. But now all of a sudden cuz it's Trump now like now oh, that's Oh, because over, he's exposing like, the pedophiles? Yeah. Now he's some sort of because he's magnified. exposing the deep state. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, that's the exception to the now rule. Now the president of America is a good guy. Come no. on, dude, get real. Folks, Babylon, America is Babylon, weird. and Babylon's going to be destroyed in one hour. Yep. You who, know? Do, who do people even say Babylon is if they don't point to America? Like, what I don't even think they even know Bible prophecy they, they like that. Deny? No, I, I don't think don't there's not. Yeah, well, the majority of people, I guarantee, the majority of the people who follow QAnon don't even know, don't don't have no idea. No, they but, have like they're they're completely biblically illiterate. Like I've seen yeah. so many posts where they're just pulling scripture out of context, trying to prove Q. And I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, they're not like a lot of them probably yeah. not 100 not saved. You know, yeah. I don't know. I have a hard t I have a hard time believing <clears throat> some of those people. And look, if you're watching saved. this and maybe you 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 were duped by by QAnon and and you see some valid points that we made, and you know you may believe in the Lord. But you're not saved. You're not 100 percent sure that if you die today, you go to heaven. You know, you need to get saved today. Right. And that's you know, way believe more on the Lord Jesus. That's yeah. way more important than some stupid. Believe post, on the yeah. Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Not by works yeah. of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. Hey, what if salvation was like an, done anonymously? It was just obscure. We don't really know. That how would to be not saved. be good. That's like <laughs> you know, that's something that that's, God wants us to know. Yeah, let me repeat what he, Brother Hyde just said. You know, if you call yourself a truther and you don't come, you, the conclusion of your research doesn't come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You're not really a truther. Yeah. He's the way, the it's truth, and the like, life. He is and the no way, man the truth. He's the source the of all truth. By him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing is the, the, the QAnon people that are really, like, they'll, they'll die by it, they'll live by it. I don't, they're not thinking past their life. Like, okay, what if, you know, Trump gets reelected and then the deep, deep skate gets uh, exposed. Okay. That's great. It's their best, but no. that's, that's the, exactly. That's the best right. thing that could ever happen to them. But you know what? The, the worst thing is, is that they die and they go to hell and yeah. then all that stuff was in vain anyways. Hey, so what shall just, a profit a man if he shall gain the whole world Amen. and lose his own soul? That's what the Bible Amen. says, you know, and most of the people who are involved in QAnon who follow it religiously, mm -hmm. they think that salvation comes through a political realm. Yeah, they're doing good works for right. us and like being on that side. I think they're doing good work. And look, I'm all for God's government. Yeah. Right. Because the Bible says that the government shall be upon his shoulders. Right. You know, but I'm only going to be heavily involved in politics and government in the millennial reign. Yeah. And that's when I'm ruling way, and reigning, way oh, way I'm be heavily involved. In oh, heavily involved. <laughs> I'm trying to be heavily involved. <laughs> I'm talking about the rod of iron. Yeah. <laughs> Dashing in pieces, you know, those who are wicked and vile and who God hates. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about right there. That's the real government. And I think it's worth keeping a big eye on with the election coming up because how is how is it going to be handled if Trump somehow doesn't win and he's not elected? What happens? I think he is going to win. Oh, he's going to win. He's going to yeah. win. Yeah. Who's going up against? Yeah. Right. It's already over. Okay, okay. We, we, we've already spent too much time on this, but let, let me yeah. just say make this comment, okay? 
first of all, Joe Biden, okay? Yeah. You, Sleepy you, Joe. <laughs> there's so many memes and videos on Joe Biden just acting a fool. Just like a senile, idiotic, really? just Pedophile. moron. But, but hold on a second. That's not an accident, folks. Yeah. Nope. He's playing the role. Yeah. yeah. You know what he's doing? He's making Trump look good. Yeah. True. You know? Because... If if you see Joe Biden's things that he does and the, the, you know the things that he forgets to say and the <laughs> slip ups and you still like that guy, right. dude, you you got rocks in your head. Yeah. Well, I think what Q is kind of talking about too is that it's it's almost like a setup for a replacement. So they're thinking that you know I don't know how it's gonna play out. I don't know um, they think what we're Michelle gonna see. Obama. Yeah, I think they said like either Michelle Obama or uh, Hillary would somehow be involved in this in this next election because of what we're seeing uh, come forth. You know, because of how bad Sleepy Joe Joe's. Was, yeah, his, his the way he's uh, presenting yeah, the, himself. The country's so polarized at this point that there's no way. It's it, like it's, there's just no way. There's yeah. no way. I think he's gonna be president, and I could be wrong, but I think it's leaning towards that way. You, you, you know, you, you you look look at a at a at a coup. Yeah. Like a, you, which would help, which would exacerbate his agenda. Right. So even if he loses, he, you're still gonna. He's not going anywhere. Well, especially he's a strong if the, man, if this bro. is the he's devil's play, and, and nationalism is the is the new world order's you know agenda, or the way that they're gonna go. I mean, how can you not say that that right. Trump's gonna get reelected? Look, folks, when yeah. the it's Roman good, Empire existed, it was a privilege to be a Roman. Yeah. To be a nationalist. True. In like manner, people want to be American. Yep. Right. You know, so yeah. put a fork in it. Yeah, but, you know, through all this, though, I do hope that, like, especially stuff that we're doing, like, you know, having this conversation about, like, something that's getting gaining popularity. I just I hope that people in this would just wake up and see the truth because yeah. um, there's like been not just this, but like other things that would draw people's attention, yeah. whether it be like the whole, uh, you know, uh, like marching to Zion, exposing Zionism, like people got attracted to that stuff and they may not necessarily were involved in, you know. Uh, Christianity, anything like that, but that is actually what opened the door for them to get saved. Um, you know, similar to the whole vaccine thing. So, yeah. um, there's more important things than just what, well, look, what if, that fight. If is. you're saved and you're listening to this, you just need to get your eyes off of the fake fight and get into the real fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the 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 fight that's not real is the fight in that's the political carnal. arena. Right. The real fight is against spiritual wickedness in high places. The real war is fought over the. It's a war over the souls of men. Right. It's a war over proclaiming the truth, preaching the gospel, you know, preaching the word of God, saving souls, teaching people. The Bible tells us, look, if you really want to be awake, the Bible says this, awake to righteousness and sin not for some have not the knowledge of God. And I speak this to your shame. Yeah. And those of you who adhere to QAnon, you better really wake up. Yeah. Awake to righteousness, sin not for some have not the knowledge of God. This is a not the knowledge of Trump. Right. Some have not the knowledge of God. And I speak this to your shame. Amen. So. Let's take some, some I got some, um, some emails here, questions for the podcast, so you guys can pipe in if you'd like to. The Dude, that's his name. The Dude. Give a shout out to The Dude. Uh, it says, hello, Pastor, my name is Lee Miller. Okay. And my question is, if I wanted to go soul winning, but I couldn't find a soul, did you say okay? <laughs> oh, I thought I heard someone say okay. <laughs> but I couldn't find a soul winning, or a once saved, always saved Baptist church to go with or to refer to the person I'm witnessing to, should I still go soul winning on my own or am I supposed to go with the church only? Only churches in my area and are charismatic holiness churches or charismatic Pentecostals who are extremely lost on salvation, workspace, sinless perfection. So this is my stance on it. You know, ideally, it's best for you to just find the best local New Testament church in your area. And right. if there's not one in your immediate area, find one that's far away. Yeah. We have people that drive like two hours to our yeah. church. We've yeah. even had people who drive three hours from, you know, to come to our church. And you say, well, yeah, there's a church that's three hours away, but it's not that good. Well, you know, if they do some soul winning, if they're preaching out of the King James Bible, if it's a Baptist church, that's a great church. Yep. That's yeah. better than what most people have throughout the world. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think to yourself, well, you know, I don't even have that. You know, I don't have a good local New Testament church in my area or a good local, local New Testament church further away. And I want to do some soul winning. Well, here's assuming that you do know how to preach the gospel, mm -hmm. then yeah, you would have to go by yourself, you know, or yeah, take yeah. your family with you, or you know, if you have another believer who you're friends with, go with them. But let me say this: if you've never been soul winning ever in your life and you think you know how to preach the gospel, right. you probably don't know how to preach the gospel. I would say too, just from living in Utah, it's almost a similar situation because you've either got extreme Mormonism everywhere. I mean, they've got angels and temples and 
all that. That's how they base their, their whole state. Yeah. Um, it's so deep there. It's, it's, it's really dark. But if you don't have those people, you have a lot of Pentecostals. You have a lot of charismatics that are trying to usher in the kingdom. And if you try to go soul winning with somebody like that, that you shouldn't be agreeing with doctrinally, it's yeah. just going to create more problems. Yeah, don't go with anybody from, from a Pentecostal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would not be a good idea. Because you'll be saying two different things. You know, you'll, yeah. be, you'll be telling somebody... They'll be speaking somebody, in tongues. You'll be, you'll be telling somebody you need to get saved, and the other person will be telling them, no, you need to speak in tongues or heal this guy to yeah. prove you're yeah. one of us. That's something I would definitely not recommend, you know. Yeah. So I would say, you know, join yourself to a Baptist church that's closest to you. When I say closest <laughs> to you, it could be a couple hours away, but it's worth it, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. And um, so that's our advice to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's another thing. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Hey, if if you don't know how to sew one, you need to you need to uh, attend one of the conferences in our movement. You know, whether it's the Make America Straight Again, Part Two, it's hey, the Red Hot Preaching Conference with Verity Baptist Church in Sacramento, California. Right. You know, it's it's one of these conferences because these conferences they actually do soul winning, so you can learn there. And so that is our recommendation to you. Brother Joseph, man, I'm going to butcher this last name. Gudishvili? Gudishvili. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds about right. Why does the Apostle Paul say, I, a prisoner of our Lord Jesus Christ, why does he call himself a prisoner? Short answer is because that's exactly what he was. He was in prison for preaching the gospel. And, you know, he was in prison for preaching the word of God that belonged to the Lord. And so that's, I believe that's found... In, um, and you see that in Philippians where he's literally imprisoned. Mm-hmm. And then he also talks about it in First and Second Timothy when he's writing to Timothy. And he says, be not ashamed of my testimony, no, a testimony of Jesus Christ, nor of my t- testimony. I'm butchering the verse here. You know, he's the prisoner of the Lord. So it's referring to the fact that he was literally arrested and placed in prison for preaching the word of God. So that's what that is all about. Anybody got anything else you want to say about that? That's I think that's good. pretty self-explanatory there. Let's see here. All right. James uh, McLeod, man, I'm sorry, guys. Hi, Pastor Mejia. Just a quick question about what the baptized in the name of Jesus in Acts. Hmm. Maybe not, uh, Acts 238 is what they're Is that what he's to? referring to? I, I Who wants assume, to answer that? I would assume so. I come from a little town in Scotland called Falkirk. We have an old IFB church in the area, which is growing in a good little remnant of new IFB style believers in attendance. We are so blessed to have that a few miles away from where I live, as there are not many in Scotland or even the whole of the UK. I'm very much, I very much appreciate what you're doing. I was hoping to meet you at the trip to Belfast, but that's not going ahead. It's unfortunate, but hopefully it will be rearranged. Thanks again. And my prayers are with you, your family, and your church. Yeah, so, so this it, is the this is what they use. Go ahead. I was, the, the verse he's talking about is in Acts 2.38. It says, Then Peter said unto them, uh, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, you know, people want to use that to teach a Jesus-only baptism. Yeah, but, you know, if, if, you're to, if that's your scripture, your key scripture to say that that's what you have to baptize in, then you have to completely disregard Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Yeah, right where he commands us to preach in the name of the Father, to baptize, excuse me, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So Matthew 28 is your exhaustive instruction on how to preach and baptize. By him himself. By oh, him his himself. His own mouth, right? right. Exactly, by him himself. The, what you see in Acts chapter 2 is a concise, okay? It's a, it's a synopsis of what you see in Matthew 28. If not, if you said, no, it says you got to baptize in the name of Jesus, then you have to completely disregard and ignore Matthew 28, where Jesus Christ himself gives that commission to baptize yeah. in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. These are your oneness Pentecostal idiots who try to do, you know, they're bad. They, they, they say we baptize in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, and that name is Jesus. That's what they'll say, right? right yeah. But that's false. That's wicked. You know, they'll try to teach that Jesus is the Father, where we believe in a Trinitarian doctrine that teaches the, the biblical doctrine that, you know, it's one God, three persons in that one God, yep. okay, the Godhead. And so I hope that makes sense. Anybody want to chime in on that? Yeah, I mean, just to confirm what you're saying, uh, just go to First John 5, 7, and that will just spell out exactly what, you know— uh, awesome description of what the Trinity is. And yeah. It's as simple as you, you don't need to overthink it. Cause I think a lot of people, um, especially a lot of time during the like exposure of some of these one as Pentecostals that were in our circle. Uh, you know, that was one thing that it just, I don't know. You're just overthinking it. Just yeah. look like, at the scripture. That's all you, you Yeah, People to, need to always remember. Like, they were 
Of yeah. course, yeah. 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 People need to always remember that you know, God writes He writes things a certain way for these people Marvel's. to kind of He He kind He kind of gives them Thank enough you. rope to hang themselves with, as in you know, if you're saved, you already have that that knowledge of Him, right? Uh, that being the Son, so yeah. you should already believe that. So you should already know that He's not right. the Father. You know what I mean? So that's why people who aren't saved and they don't believe, like, that's Look, why they get caught up in stuff saved, like that. when someone first gets saved, one of the first books, what do we point them to when, when they first get in the book of John? John, yeah. And in the very first couple of verses of the book of John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. The Bible's clearly making a distinction. Clearly making oh, a distinction. And even when you read the first, let's say no one even tells a babe in Christ, hey, read the book of John. What's the first book they're going to read by default? The book of Genesis. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, you know. And so you see the Trinity, you know, throughout the scriptures. And I'm not saying that a, a babe in Christ is going to have a very thorough understanding of the Trinity, but they will have a surface level understanding of it. They have to believe on Jesus Christ, whom God hath sent. And then, you know, the, the person who is witnessing to that person more than likely is going to teach him about the Holy Spirit that is sealed within that person unto the day of redemption. Boom, you got your trinity right there. So we reject Jesus' only baptism. It's not in the Bible. You know, when you see that in Acts chapter 2, it's a, it's, it's a synopsis of the instructions that Jesus Christ gave out of his own mouth in Matthew 28, 19-20. Anybody else want to chime in on that? Well, even leading up to that verse, it's kind of clear that he's kind of just, you know, summarizing what, what to do. Yeah. Amen. All right, let me give a, this, uh, let's see here. Episode of your podcast, and my question to you is about the abomination of desolation. What do you think it'll look like once it gets set up in our modern times? So, say it were to happen, uh, you know, next year or the year after, what do you think that abomination of desolation in our modern times will look like? I really appreciate this opportunity to ask this question, and God bless. All right, that's from uh, Thomas. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So you know. That's another podcast in and of itself. I would encourage you to, yeah. to listen to my sermon on Revelation chapter 6, Revelation chapter 13, and I don't remember what other chapters I covered that in, but I covered that pretty extensively. Obviously, when we talk about the abomination of desolation, we are referring to the event that takes place when the Antichrist receives a deadly wound to the head, and his deadly, his deadly wound is healed, and he goes into the temple of God proclaiming himself to be God, right? And this is what's known as the abomination of desolation when they actually set up the image yeah. of the beast yes. and people are to worship this image, okay? And honestly, all we can do really is conjecture what the abomination of desolation is. But there's some pretty good conjecture that we've come up with. Yeah. You know, I believe it's a technological thing. Artificial intelligence, I think we talked about that, right? Yeah. It could potentially be artificial intelligence. Um, but I, I want to encourage you to, to, to listen to those sermons to get a more in-depth study on that. You guys want to chime in on that? I mean, just, yeah, it's what it looks like. I mean, in this modern era, I mean, what has become of the world today? I mean, it's it didn't technology. exist any other time before. It's just, it's come, come rapidly and it's coming out of, and that's really the, the spearhead of all technology is artificial yeah. intelligence, right? And they're, they're doing it. I right. Mean, you know? I want to encourage you to just, just listen to those sermons on Revelation chapter six and Revelation chapter 13. I cover that in those uh, sermons there. Yeah, and another thing, too, is, like, you know, who, who knows how much crazier it's going to get, you know, next, yeah. like, let's say five, ten years. Like, yeah. like I feel like the world I'm living in right now is, like, is already as bizarre as it can get. Like, I'm looking back when I was, like, maybe, like, 10 or 12. Like, I would have never imagined, like, this yeah. world, you know, like, at a 10 or 12-year-old. So I don't think uh, AI as uh, exponential as the abomination, you know, as the, as the image is as far-fetched of uh, speculation. As no way. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yep. Well, we'll do one more because we got to get into this roasting session. And so uh, Keegan Yoakum says, could you expose Tyler Doka's new heretical sermon on the lake of fire? Well, uh, it's not we new. <laughs> He's been teaching that for quite some time. So I want to encourage you to reference my sermon on uh, debunking kingdom exclusionism, part one and part two. I cover that in my sermons on kingdom exclusionism, which is exactly what he teaches. You know, uh, Tyler Doka is this idiot on, on the Internet who literally teaches that Christians will go to the lake of fire. You know, it's just like. Justin LeBlanc is the one who taught him that. They, they teach each other a lot of strange so doctrine. Yeah. So is it like, a, where do they? Idiots. They teach that basically. They go into judgment? They're not. Yeah, so, so, so basically what they teach is that you will be judged by your sins. Like the sins that you've committed, you will be judged. 
and you will spend time in the lake of fire because of it. It's a timeout. So it's, like time it's like a timeout. Yeah. It's the most it's a, it's timeout the most, you'll ever have. It's the most stupidest doctrine <laughs> that I've ever heard, to be honest with you. And it was during a time, I don't know, it was a couple years ago that he started teaching this. And um, he literally was coming out with like a new doctrine every single yeah. week. Yeah. And I remember when I was exposing his, his nonsense, I was preaching against him. I literally said on one of the services, I guarantee you the next sermon he preaches is that Christians will go to hell. And literally the very next sermon, <laughs> he preached that. that Christians will go to the lake of fire. That, that, that like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that night, yeah. that night he taught on christians going to hell so, so how do you get out of hell in his view do you do you work well, your way out, out well he's not getting out oh, yeah so yeah, when yeah. he goes there but he's like, actually there he, for all of eternity yeah, exactly. so well you know if he goes there let's say he goes to hell first yeah. he will get out for a certain time because in revelation chapter yeah. 20 you but, know they, they're going to be judged at the great white throne judgment <laughs> but then his silly carcass is going to get cast into the lake of fire <laughs> right. where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. it's funny because he went off the deep end right like all of a sudden but he's probably going to that deep end of the lake of fire <laughs> 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 you, know, you ain't going to be hanging out on that shallow end. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you ain't going to be in that knee-deep lake. You, know? yeah, you ain't going to yeah. be, like, on the shores. Like, he ain't going to be ankle gonna deep. Be up to his neck. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Outer darkness. Yeah. Way out there. Yeah, that's... Man. It's crazy to think that, you know. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. How is it that you can say that someone who believes in Christ still has the wrath of God abiding on them? Because the lake of fire is your manifestation of God's wrath. Right. You know, it's a stupid doctrine. But uh, so listen to those two sermons. I have two sermons on it. Kingdom exclusionism, exposing Tyler Doka's kingdom exclusionism, part one and part two. Just type it into the search bar on my YouTube channel. And you can find that there. All right. So let me just talk about this real quick before we end the show. Um, you know, we got, you just, you know, you know, Ray, there's some people out there who, who talk a lot of trash, you know, and, and, you know, they, they made a video about the podcast and this guy's, He's troll. He, he's been trolling for quite some time. He, he has this foot fetish uh, with me, apparently, because he made this video with my feet on there and stuff. And, um, you know, you just got to be careful what you say, though. You know what I mean? So uh, the person we're talking about is Evan. Uh, Evan was a guy who was thrown out at a Verity Baptist church, right? <laughs> and I feel dirty just saying his name because he's just he's <laughs> so filthy. Let's call him Stan. Let's call him Stan. So, uh, Ray, what do you got for us? Well, Evan shouldn't throw rocks because he lives in a glass house because yeah. we know all his idiocy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why, don't like, you, why don't you tell us about, well, <laughs> why don't you talk a little bit about his idiocy? <laughs> so this one night, right? This one night about a couple years ago, right? I'm, I'm, I'm hanging, I'm chilling. I'm just, I'm, just chill. <laughs> I'm chilling, right? I'm on YouTube. I, I'm on watching one of Evan's videos, right? Um, and then I- By the way, by the way, before you get into that, <laughs> let me just make it very clear. This guy, Evan, attacks good men of God oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. Okay? Every man of God, actually. Yeah. Okay? You know, Pastor Roger Jimenez, he's been attacking him for years because he was thrown out of Verity Baptist Church. This guy's a wicked person. He's a wicked reprobate. And he makes it. And, and, but, you know, he, he serves his purpose. I mean, oh, yeah. he, he's a trash collector. So everybody who hates our guts, who has rocks in their head, follows him. And that's his following right there. But he's a very wicked person. So we're not just like picking someone out of the hat to roast. We're, we're roasting someone who's already roasted. Yeah. Who's already going to be roasting in hell. He, he's twice roasted. He's twice roasted. Yeah. <laughs> twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Okay. Up. So. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm on YouTube, right? I'm on Evan's page, right? And I'm like, I'm looking at his page and I go to his playlist, right? I'm going to his playlist and I see like his, I guess he had like a music playlist, like probably from a long time ago or whatever. It's all these like rock songs. But I'm scrolling down his music playlist. I see a Lady Gaga video. Oh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Alejandro, Evan, <laughs> like, what? hey, hey I mean, if your name was Alejandro, Evan may, might like you, because then it's like, and this song by Lady Gaga is like wicked, like the video is like so queer, like it starts off with like guys in like fishnets and heels, I'm like, what the hell, Evan, like, so I'm looking, I'm like, Whoa. so you can see it on the screen right here, so I'm like, just so you know, so we're not like, just, dude, it's if anything, Evan was gay, like now you know he is, like, you know <laughs> gay as AIDS bro he was gay as AIDS so then I'm like so I'm like oh man that's gotta be it you know what I mean like there can't be nothing worse than this guy likes Lady Gaga so not just oh, Lady Gaga 
So then I go like back. Like Lady right? Gaga with guys in fishnets. Yeah, like <laughs> super gay. Like. <laughs> so then I go back. So I'm, I'm going down this, going down the old playlist list. And then I see this. Gay this, shit, like, dude. It's like dancing. Sure not, it's, like, it's like dancing for beginners. Right? It? It, it's like, it's <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, it's like how to club I'm dance for me. It's like, it's like, it's like how to, how, how to club dance. Beginners for guys. <laughs> like you click on the videos. <laughs> you click on the videos. Like hey, the guy's humble enough to know, understand that he's a beginner. Right? You, you click on the videos like some guy standing right there in the room by himself. Like, all right, I'm gonna show you how to dance. Right? <laughs> I just picture Evan in his room, like coffee, yeah. like <laughs> in his dirty room. Hey, he, he probably cleaned all his dirty clothes out the way first, and I swept it up to make a little dance floor. <laughs> That's probably how he prepped for the last video he made. Like, <laughs> that guy's a dork, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he he actually like he blocked that, right? Oh yeah, he erased it now, but I got it. He erased it, but you got it. So let's video. just go ahead and show it on the screen oh, real we're quick, show it. just to let you know that we do have it. So this is it on the screen right there. You see them both. This is not ad hominem, folks. We actually have proof of this. All right. <laughs> Can't throw rocks when you live in a glass house, Evan, and a glass bedroom. <laughs> You hey, hey you, you, you think he like uh, went out to the club and tried those dance moves out? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Hey, Mark was here, yeah, be like, hundred percent. Hey, Mark was here, hundred percent. Hey, he's out there dancing. He bumps into some guy, and then like, what, man? What? And then he get like a shovey, man. Like, dance off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Evan's like, oh, damn, I've been waiting for this moment. He practiced so hard. Like, this guy don't know what he's in for. <laughs> And he still loses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He only, he only finished the beginner course because he's because he's lazy. Yeah, the guy knows that he watched the beginner video. He's like, you haven't got to advance. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, nah, I got kicked. He's like, nah, I got kicked out of the class. Try to start a revolution. <laughs> it's like the levels on Guitar Hero. One day he'll get to expert. <laughs> well, that's that, there, there's a reason why he took that off his channel. You know what I mean? Who would, you know, is like, he's probably he like, knew. He, he knew, knew. he oh, knew, yeah. but one thing he didn't know was that, was Ray, that Ray, had, was watching. Ray was watching <laughs> and he got, and he screenshotted it. Bro. We got it. it Internet's you know. forever, bro. Yep. <laughs> Internet is forever. Future proves the past. Yeah, you're dealing with a guy that works with Q, okay? <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> Hey, you think all his little dork buddies, like he had that little round table, like they probably all practiced too, like. like <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, have you got, have you gone past the beginner stage? Oh, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Intermediate. <laughs> Anyways. It, it reminds me of, of uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Napoleon Dynamite, at the end he like dances. <laughs> yeah, Evan, he's a pretty wicked person. He doesn't believe in hell. He's an idiot. He, he he basically sides with every single hater of the new IFB. I mean, um, he's a very wicked person. And, you know, honestly, he, yeah, he doesn't believe in hell. He's going to believe in it one day, though, for sure. I mean, yeah, he doesn't believe hell exists, right? Isn't that one of his weird beliefs is that he doesn't yeah, believe yeah, yeah. hell is real? Yeah. Well, he's going to believe it. He thinks, like, hell is earth, like he's, like, hell on earth. Like. Yeah. Because he's such a, like, a little sissy. Like, he That's good that he bad. believes that. Yeah. You know? How old is he? I mean, he ain't young. <laughs> you know I, mean? I just know he reminds me of like, you know, Stan, what they call it. When we first started the church, he made oh. a video about us called Training Day Baptist. It was pretty cool. Yep. He made it to mock us, but we actually liked it. Like, it was just like, damn, it's pretty cool. Yeah, like yeah. his ones, he thinks that are like going to be hits. Like, honestly. Oh, he was mad. He was like mad that the one he thought was supposed to be a hit was not a hit. And the other one where he's making fun of us, Training Day Baptist, was like a, a hit. And he was just like, why are you watching this one? You should be watching this one. I'm exposing these guys and stuff. And it's just like. You're lame, dude. Go back to your dancing videos. <laughs> Disco night. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Saturday night, night fever. fever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we should send him, you know, just to, to give him a little little gift. We should send him that, like, uh, what's that video game? Dance dance Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah shoot, shoot your well, address over, Evan. Well, he likes dancing and he likes revolutions. So that's what you got. Yeah. Keep, yeah, yeah. Dance it. Revolution, so he, son. Yeah. <laughs> dude, think he, well, shoot the address over, Evan. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. Shoot your address I know you over. don't have enough money to afford it, so we'll, we'll, we'll help you out here. Hey, if you get on that real fast mode, you're going to make a little video. Upload it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Rod of Iron podcast. Make sure you tune in next week. I think next week we're going to be doing a special 
on um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, actually. We're going to be talking about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu MMA. So, Milan, make sure you're there for that one. I'll be here. I don't know if I invited you for that one. We got a lot of Jiu-Jitsu guys in our church, so we're going to be talking about the importance of knowing how to fight physically but also spiritually, amen, and to uh, fight the good fight of faith. And so we're going to be tuning off tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tune in once again next week. This is the Rod of Iron Podcast. You guys have a good night. Mm -hmm.